This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Alabama Education Association is getting attention from 1819 News as of late. This comes as the Parental Choice Act is being considered by Alabama lawmakers in the legislative session. This bill offers a massive change in how education is done within the state of Alabama. The AEA is a teachers union in the state that has had massive control over the Alabama State House for at least four decades until Democrats lost control of that chamber in 2010 to Republicans. In 2013, the Republican Party leadership wrote a policy that strongly discouraged GOP politicians from even accepting campaign donations from the AEA. That policy has been wholly ignored as of late. 1819 News has released an exclusive expose on how many Republican state lawmakers are currently taking AEA campaign donations through the group's political action committee, which is called AVOTE. These donations may or may not play a part in why the Parental Choice Act is not getting a lot of support in the legislative process. Parents who want more freedom of choice for their child's education, as well as access to the taxpayer money that's associated with that child's education, may not be aware of how politics and money are playing a part in this issue and why a law that promotes parental rights in education is not moving forward. You can read more about this subject at 1819news.com. The article is titled, Strange Bedfellows. The University of Alabama is going maskless. On February 21st, the university announced an end to its COVID-19 protocols for both staff and students. The policies to be dropped include the requirement of masks inside buildings, as well as a quarantine and isolation space for the students. UA is citing the drop in cases of COVID infections for the recent decision, as well as the increase in treatments available and those vaccinated against COVID-19. Only 23 students and 24 staff have tested positive this month, compared to last month, where the numbers came in at over 500 between staff and students. UA administration says that anyone testing positive or contracting the virus can still be seen and treated at the campus medical center. A big drug bust occurred in the town of Utah recently. Police found more than 12 kilograms of heroin tucked inside a vehicle's battery. The man now being charged for drug possession is from Texas. He was stopped for speeding along Interstate 2059 in Greene County. When officers searched the vehicle, they found three spare batteries in the back and were a little suspicious They brought in a portable x-ray machine, which was able to alert the police that something was not right with the contents of those batteries. An internal investigation is underway at the Montgomery Public Schools after a video was posted to social media and caused concern from parents. WSFA 12 News was also notified of that video that occurred at Park Crossing High School. It shows an adult and student arguing with each other over a laptop computer. The context of this argument is not clear, nor what exactly happened before the video recording began. School officials did confirm that the matter is being looked into, and appropriate action will be taken once that investigation is over. Country music star Jason Aldean is bringing his rock and roll cowboy tour to Alabama. The list of performance dates by Aldean have been released, and this coming October 15th, Aldean will be stopping in Birmingham as part of that music tour, He will perform at the Legacy Arena at the BJCC. Tickets are going to be available this coming Friday at Ticketmaster. 
If you live in northern Alabama and want another date, Aldean will also be performing in Nashville the night before, October 14th. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the president of Ukraine is pushing back at rumors of war with Russia. Ukraine's leader, Vladimir Zelensky, said that this Wednesday will be considered a day for his citizens to celebrate unity. This comes after those within the Biden administration have set Wednesday as the day that Russian forces will most likely invade the Ukrainian border. Earlier this week, Zelensky met with Germany's Chancellor Olaf Scholz to pave the way for a negotiated solution with Russia. Since then, Moscow has indicated that they will pull back their military forces, and Russian President Vladimir Putin reiterated that, of course, he does not want to go to war with Ukraine. The Biden administration is demanding verifiable proof of that military withdrawal. The U.S. Embassy in Ukraine was evacuated earlier this week with with computers being destroyed that were left behind. Other Americans in Ukraine were being urged to leave as well. Well, when it comes to the U.S. pulling out of another country like the country of Afghanistan in August of 2021, the numbers are now out from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. When it comes to that withdrawal, it shows that there are now at least 75,000 Afghan refugees who have been resettled in various American communities. The resettlement efforts have occurred in 46 states with only 1,200 Afghans currently being temporarily housed on military bases since the evacuation efforts took place less than a year ago. Democrats and a few Republicans voted to fund this effort to the tune of $6.4 billion. A jury in Manhattan, New York, finds that the New York Times is not guilty of defaming former Alaskan Governor Sarah Palin. The New York Times was sued by Palin for an article they wrote about her that tried to associate her political action committee with a mass shooting that happened in Arizona in 2011. Palin's attorneys argued that the Times painted a clear link between the language used in the PAC's strategy papers and that of Arizona shooter Jared Lee Loeffner, even though in reality no such link was ever found. The judge told the jury that he would dismiss the lawsuit, regardless of their verdict, since he says that Palin's attorneys failed to prove actual malice as part of defamation case standards. There are now 30 congressional Democrats who will not be seeking re-election in 2022. New York House member Kathleen Rice brought that number up to 30 earlier this week when she announced her retirement. Rice was re-elected in 2020 with a healthy vote lead over her opponent. Rice did not explain why she will not seek to return to the House, but only said she will be turning to the next chapter in her personal and professional story. Another woman is leaving her job at CNN, and that's Allison Galust. The marketing director for CNN was revealed to be having a long-standing affair with CNN CEO Jeff Zucker. Zucker resigned from his position just last week for violating company policy in having that affair. Months earlier, Chris Cuomo was let go for helping his brother, the governor of New York, manage sexual harassment allegations. Many are speculating that the real reason for Zucker's departure had nothing to do with the open secret of his affair with Galust, but his handling of Cuomo's firing and removal from air. The Canadian Convoy of Freedom is still in place and getting some results, at least in one province. Doug Ford is the premier of the Ontario province in Canada. This week, he announced an end to vaccine passport mandates, as well as COVID-19 protocols, 
which is the whole goal of the truckers protesting in the Canadian capital of Ottawa. I hate as a government telling anyone what to do. We just got to get moving forward and, and get out of this and protect the jobs. You know, we're, I think a lot of people call them, probably yourself too, everyone's done with us. Like we are done with it. Let's let's start moving on and cautiously and, you know, we, we've, we've followed the rules, all of us, like 90% of us. For, for over two years. The world's done with it. So let's just move forward. Just a day before this announcement, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoked the Canadian Emergencies Act to put down the trucker protest and tow away vehicles. Immediately after that declaration, the police chief of Ottawa resigned from his position. Protesters are now in the 20th day of occupying the streets of Ottawa. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he discusses the whole issue in Ukraine and whether or not it's of national interest. NATO matters. Don't think for a second that NATO does not matter. And there's deep, deep, deep history in this region. Putin believes, and many Russians believe, that Ukraine is technically theirs anyway because it's part of their legacy. Ukraine, on the other hand, believes they have a separate legacy, and they even fight over things like where are the bones of their patron saint and who can find it first because that might establish whether or not Ukraine is independent or part of Russia. I mean, it's, 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 it's cultural, it's geopolitical, it's, it's very political, and at this point, too, it may be, um, it may be military. So there's, there's a guy named, um, oh gosh, what was his name? Eli Crane, former Navy SEAL, running for Congress in Arizona, who's like, don't send anybody. What are we doing? Focus on our border. Don't focus on their border. I say you can focus on both. Now, that's not to say go over there and defend Ukraine's border. But what I am saying is if there is a potential that, that Putin wants to roll through parts of Eastern Europe, if he wants to go ahead and just steamroll through and go ahead and set up something that looks threatening to Poland, well, we got a whole other game then. Uh, and, and no one knows what he's going to do. I don't think he's going to go that far. I really don't. I don't know that he's going to go all the way to Kiev. I don't know that he's going to go all the way to the capital of Ukraine. I, I would not be a bit surprised if he doesn't try to annex something that gives him contiguous borders with a bigger buffer to include the Crimean Peninsula and the western, or excuse me, the eastern borders of Ukraine. But that being said, no one knows. You can find more of Phil Williams at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the daily detail and want to get those reports directly to your smartphone or electronic device, well, be sure to subscribe either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 